A quick note about this podcast. Information is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. Please refer to ASX's full disclaimer with respect to this podcast on the section of the ASX website titled The Ideas Exchange by ASX. Welcome to the October edition of ASX's Market Activity Podcast. My name is Graham O'Brien. Joining me again is Jacinta King, our resident investment products expert at ASX. Welcome, Jacinta. Hi, Graham. Thank you. Jacinta, we often joke about footy, and I've been copying lots of flack from others at ASX that we talk just way too much sport for a finance update, but I really reckon uh, it makes it interesting for me. Anyway, sometimes this finance stuff can get really boring, and we have to talk about sport. We've just come through the big weekend of grand finals with Collingwood winning the AFL grand final, the mighty Penrith Panthers winning the NRL grand final. I I know up the pars on Sunday. What about you, Jacinta? Well, look, all I can say is there is just as much happening in the sport world as there is in the finance world. So I think there's a good correlation there. And um, ashamedly, despite being a Queensland girl originally, I don't follow the NRL, but I do love your passion, Graham. And I I caught the highlights mid-game and I thought of you because I know you were at the game, weren't you? And I almost missed you. Yeah, I certainly was. It was a a great game. I think next month we might have to start talking about music or something just to uh, keep everyone happy at ASX. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, balance it out. (laughs) But look, what a close finish. The Panthers game there with the Broncos. Pretty good game, it seems. Sure was. So, Graeme, it was a wild ride for markets in September. What happened? It sure was a wild ride, wasn't it? Uh, With markets trending sideways in the first week of trading, markets then rising in the first part of the second week and then taking a big, big fall for the remainder of the month. Out of the 21 trading days in September, seven were positive, leaving two-thirds of the month all for the bears. The only real positive story coming out of the month was the energy sector, as coal and uranium stocks continued their recent good run. September has traditionally been a bad month for the market, and this year was no different as the month opened at 7,305 points, closing down 3.5% at 7,048 points. I touched on the only positive sector, uh, Jacinta, that was energy. How did you see the other sectors performing throughout September? Well, that's right, Graeme. 10 out of the 11 sectors finished down. So I'll just run through those for everybody here. So AREITs were down 9%. Healthcare, down 7%. Technology, down 5%. Small caps, down 4.7%. Telecommunications, down 4%. Consumer discretionary, down 3.8%. Materials, down 3.7%. Resources down 2.3%, consumer staples down 2.2%, and financials down 1.7%. And as you said, energy was up 1.3%. So, what about individual stocks, Graham? Yeah, the winners for the month, and it's no surprise those uh, those coal and uranium stocks were the big performers out of our top 300 companies. With Bowen Coking Coal up 57%, Deep Yellow up 50%, Boss Energy up 44%, Paladin Energy up 31%, and Coronado Resources up 23%. But there was plenty of losers to look at. Leo Lithium down 56%. Now, that was a bit of a surprise because lithium was actually up the uh, the resource itself and it had a strong uh, rise in September. But Leo Lithium was down due to expected 
higher tariffs at their Mali mines, putting pressure on its share price. Star Entertainment Group was down 40%, Chalice Mining down 38%, Brainship down 37%, and Tieto Minerals down 32%. Also worth a mention is points bets. If you look at charts and the share price, you would think it actually took a big hit as well, but there was a big, large return of capital to points bet shareholders. So all in all, once you include that return of capital and cash in your pocket, um, it was a fairly square September for points bet shareholders. Now over to investment products. Jacinta, can you give us a rundown of the August that was for investment products? Thanks, Graham. So in August, total assets under management of all ASX investment products decreased from $410.18 billion to $408.87 billion. So despite this, exchange-traded products and A-REITs lead the pack, with exchange-traded products up 1.4% from $149.71 billion to $151.84 billion, and A-REITs were up 0.8% from $143.8 billion to $144.97 billion. And as I mentioned, the remaining investment products were down for the month. So M-Funds were down 1.7% from $1.47 billion to $1.44 billion. LICs and LITs were down 1.1% from $49.95 billion to $49.4 billion. And infrastructure funds were down 6.1% from $65.22 billion to $61.22 billion. Now, despite that, Graham, I must mention we hit a milestone this month. We ticked over 300 exchange-traded products listed on the ASX. We've got 301 now, and the funds under management is also $150 billion. So as we head closer to that prediction of continued growth in the ETP space, so continual growth there. For the month of June, when we now look at the flows and asset class breakdown, we saw a steady exchange-traded product flows of $1.31 billion. And the, the asset class breakdown by percent remains the same as last month with Australian equities 27%, global equities 48%, fixed income 12% and other 13%. Haven't actually seen a change in those asset classes for a while. I wonder if people are just sitting pretty at the moment, Graham, until they feel more confident with interest rates. Yeah, it definitely seems that way, doesn't it? We just heard the news overnight that US uh, bonds rallied significantly overnight. So I think there's a little bit more to play out in this interest rate story for sure. Yeah, I wonder if there is a bit of watch and weigh is what we can, we, you know, sometimes we instinctively feel before we decide to sort of start rebalance or shift things around in our portfolios. Look, lastly, we welcome two ASX investment products in the month of August. We have IML Concentrated Australian Share Fund, and that's under ticker IMLC, and also the Global X US 100 ETF under ticker N100. So that's it from me, Graham, but I believe it's time for the options game again. Yeah, that's right. We've got the uh, exciting part of our market. We've got the share market game obviously underway. Hopefully everyone's performing well within the share market game. Might might have had to be a few bears uh, definitely uh, in the share market game if you've performed well in September or at least you're probably overexposed to the energy sector. But the options game kicks off at the middle of this month. So the 16th of October, we kick things off with the options game. If you want to play or you've ever been interested in options, really great way to start learning about that market. Simply go to the ASX website and you'll be able to sign up to that game and uh, test your wares in the exciting world of options. 
also, Jacinta, we're on the road next month, and I think registrations have now opened for ASX Investor Day. We're in Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne next month. I'm really looking forward to uh, speaking with a whole bunch of investors throughout November. One of my highlights is obviously the day when it kicks off and we get a great economic update. I think this time around, we've got Julia Lee. What would be your highlight of Investor Day when it comes up? Oh, it's hard to pick any one thing, I must say. I The whole day is amazing for me. I love that everybody is really engaged throughout the day. There's always time for questions and we get some great questions from the floor and the presenters that we have uh, lined up as always are excellent and they're very, very giving of their time on the stage when they're presenting but also afterwards well, I love that people can go up and chat to them at their prospective stance so I just encourage everybody you know to come along and a really day well spent. Yeah, I agree. So uh, the details of that, if you wanted to register to come along, whether it be Sydney, Brisbane or Melbourne, they're available on our website as well. So on behalf of Jacinta and myself, I know we definitely wish you all the best with your investments throughout October and he's hoping it's a bit of a better month for the market. Let's hope so, Graham. Test your trading skills and sign up for the Options Trading Game, suitable for all experience and knowledge levels. Visit optionsgame.com.au to register. Thank you.